Okay, folks, let's get this show on the road a bit earlier than usual. Okay, this is the Fig Property Market Update for the last week from the 3rd of December to yesterday, the 9th of December. Looking right across the whole of the Fig Property Market with all the estate agents have listed in any particular area in Fife. Now, we break it down to places like Cooper, East Nuke, St Andrews, Leavenmouth, Dunfermline, Glenrothes, and Kirkcaldy. So we have basically seven fundamental regional areas in the Fife area itself. Um, and it all tells a story about what's happening in the Fife property market. Watch out for the Boxing Day bounce. You know, this will be coming on Boxing Day, apparently. <laughs> That's what it says in the tin. Um, and let's talk about as well uh, about a show we did yesterday, Richard and I, about lettings and winter preparation for landlords or investors, if you're out there, or even letting agents, if you're listening in and tuning in right now, the tips that we can do. Plus, I'm going to talk about what is the property market in terms of uh, the surprise at uh, the nationwide actually came out and says house prices have actually risen last month according to them by 0.2 percent and what does that really mean uh, according to the house price index as well and finally we're going to be talking about the wealth creation show and the pensions crisis is in the making ticking time bomb pension crisis and um, let me talk about that at the end and just Hang on uh, till we go through things. 15 minutes, we're done. Okay, let's get started. Uh, let's look at the five figures right across the property market. Here we are last week in the regional area. As you can see, Cooper six instructed with all the estate agents. I mean, it doesn't sound much, but remember, we're going into a quiet period. Well, it, let me just explain that. We're going into a quiet period, according to everybody, but you're only as busy or as quiet as your estate agent wants it to be. Just let me say that. Um, I have sold a house on Boxing Day, on Christmas Day, on, on Christmas Eve, on uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, actually last year, um, in order to prove that point that you're only as busy and quiet as you want it to be and it's really driven by your estate. So there's golden opportunities right now to actually get your house in the market and take advantage of the Boxing Day uh, bounce, which means activity on the website actually double from Christmas Day to Boxing Day because everybody starts to look at property because Christmas is now over. Start to focus on property itself so you get a huge boost from that Boxing Day bounce. Um, how long does it take your house to go in the market? Well, if somebody decided today to put their house in the market, we'd have the photographer, the creative content writer, the home report uh, surveyor and, and then the videographer round all at the same time. So that literally could be done in the next three or four days. Uh, once the home report's done, your house can go in the market immediately with social media, four to five working days, it then hits websites. So you've still got time to get in, to get there for the Boxing Day bounce. Um, there is no reason why you can't list in between Christmas and New Year as well and take advantage of the bounce for New Year because it happens again. And I've got often sold a house, listed and sold a house actually, on Christmas Eve one time at the back of um, Anstruga. Um, I did that. Uh, so it's just to prove a point that you can still sell houses at this time of year. There is still a good market. Um, you're only as busy or as quiet as your stage and wants it to be. Let's just jump back and I'll show you the numbers. Uh, so this is quite, this is not unusual. Uh, 75 properties actually came on the market right through Fife overall, but 80 properties sold. So it just tells me again, the Fife property market is resilient. There's more houses being sold than there has been listed. It's clear here, a totally different story than what we're going to talk, uh, told in the media. Um, so you can see that right across the board. Obviously, regional areas are different. St Andrews, surprise, one instructed, actually four sold in the St Andrews area. Now, that's usually the other way around. So that's actually a big boost for St Andrews. Glenothis, 
eight coming on, 10 sold. Kirkcaldy is 16 versus 16, and you can see overall. Uh, let's talk about actually what's been listed um, in the area um, from ourselves and actually what's been sold. Uh, just let me get my notes. Um, okay, so listed and sold. Uh, this is actually um, two weeks, this sold in Creole. This is Tollbooth Wind and Creole sold in two weeks. This is a three-bedroom terraced house, um, and that was listed at offers about 275000 So these properties are actually uh, uh, real still in high demand. Um, St uh, high Street Strathmiglo was another one. Um, this is six weeks, this told, so one and a half months, more or less. Two-bedroom semi-detached house listed at offers about 130000 Um Inbury Street in St Monans uh, sold in eight days, three-bedroom ground floor flat, listed over over 135,000. Uh, First-time buyer actually bought that. And Bayview Crescent in uh, Methyl. Now, that sold in four days. It previously, um, it's previously actually sell, fell through because it's quite a low value and it couldn't get, they couldn't get a mortgage for a buy-to-let person. So it actually came back on and sold again. Two-bedroom ground floor flat. It was offers over uh, 37500 So a real bargain out there for someone. Uh, definitely an opportunity to add value because these properties, two-bedroom ground floor flats, in mint condition, are going for about sixty or 70000 So definitely opportunity to add value and then get remortgaged, get all the money back out, especially if you're an investor. And then you've got a no-money-down deal and infinite return. Okay, finally, uh, Balgari uh, Bank and White Cottage and Bonnie Bank. Now, this actually took nine months, but this was land, really. I know you see a building there, but effectively, we were selling a plot here. It was listed at offers of 185000 and uh, the new owner is looking forward to the new project of building their new home. Uh, so, perfect opportunity. So, you can see all the price points here are actually quite low in comparison. Again, it goes back to saying it's round about up to 250 thousand properties are actually going very very well let me talk about what's coming soon okay uh, coming soon now if you're interested in these properties these will be going on between now and new year uh, grants winston steading and creole uh, four bedroom detached house will be going on main street lower largo one bedroom ground floor flat going on at uh, west shore and st monas three bedroom mid terrace townhouse uh, I have actually done a pre-portal on that already. It's got a huge amount of activity on it. So if you're interested in that one, you probably need to get in there quick, overlooking the harbour. Um, Roger Street and Cellar Dyke, uh, a building with plan permission. That's Barnett's Bakery will be coming on. That's four bedroom, four one-bedroom apartments, uh, plan of permission for, and a three-bedroom house. Uh, Sandwell Street, Buckhaven, three-bedroom, semi-detached house will be coming on. Parkview and Balmolo, three-bedroom, detached house coming on. Rosemount Grove, leaving three-bedroom semi-detached house coming on. Sun Close and Cooper, one-bedroom ground floor flat. Ash Grove and Methyl, two-bedroom terraced house. Watch out for these ones. Again, all these people are going to take advantage of this Boxing Day bounce and get in there before anyone else. You can notice when I go back to the numbers that are getting listed, typically, typically, let me show you this again uh, so you understand what I'm talking about. Um, in here, 75 properties listed with all the estate agents through. In fact, that's generally around about 120, which means if you're coming on now, you've still got all these people still looking for property. There's still buyers out there looking for property. So if you're coming on now, you're getting advantage and getting in there before anyone else. Um, again, it's all down to your agent if they're responsive enough to you know, cover over Christmas and New Year, if they're responsive enough to be on phones, being on the social media channels and keeping an eye on that other than just shutting down for two weeks. Um, that's probably the key here uh, in, terms of, in terms of activity over that period. Let's talk about completed over the line. This gives you a great idea 
about what was sold. In other words, what's been sold, keys handed over, we can tell you prices now in areas. Right, Craig Noon Grove and Cellar Dyke was a four-bedroom detached house. It did sell in one month, and it sold for the home report value of 335000 um, Keir Hardy Street and Methyl, two-bedroom ground floor flat, it sold in three weeks for 6.6% over the home report value. So it went for around about 2500 more than what it was on it. Uh, Orchard House and uh, Orchard Grove and Leeton. This is a one-bedroom upper apartment, and it sold in 10 days uh, for 12% over the home report value, representing another £12,000 to the existing owner. So perfect for them. Um, William Street and East Weems, three-bedroom terrace house, it sold in two months for 5% over the home report value, which represented another £7,000 to the existing seller. That was the fees. That's exactly what you want to do. So you literally get us for nothing and get cash back in the exercise. Um, what else could you, what, what better situation could you have? Um, and that's perfect. So the circumstances are absolutely right. Uh, let me just talk about um, the price rises. Okay, Halifax came out this week. Um, we Well, quickly, let's just jump onto the lettings winter preparation. If you're a landlord, um, if you're a landlord, we have a tenant checklist and a landlord checklist for warm and safe rentals on here. So you can read that blog, you can listen to the uh, podcast that we did, or you can watch the show as well. Uh, more than welcome to do that. If you're a landlord or investor, or even a relating agent, you'll probably not know some of this because we put our own um, our own thoughts and uh, opinions on this and what we would do normally. I've been in this for 35 years or thereabouts. Um, so there's a lot of knowledge and information I've actually been using over the years um, over and above what the article says, hence the reason why I put it in the blog and uh, the post itself. But let me talk about house prices. Right, let's talk on house prices. Nationwide came out and said a 0.2% increase in November. Now, I've never really relied on Nationwide and the Halifax Index. I tend to rely on the House Price Index, which is the UK House Price Index, which is all the data collated together, not just um, the Nationwide customers or the Halifax customers, because that's all they're doing on. And I tend to follow that one. Uh, but I also have our one on as well, because we keep an eye on real-time information. In other words, what our properties are actually on it in terms of home report and what they actually end up selling for. And that gives us a, an, a, 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 an opinion uh, based on facts which have actually gone over the line maybe six months ago and now concluded with the house price index for the UK house price index, also the Scottish house price index. Um, and it also gives us real-time information about what's happening right now in the property market in Fife. In other words, what we're, what we're, what we're listing a minute uh, listing property at in the value and what they're actually selling at and that gives us a great idea about is there actually a trend of house prices going down or house prices being stable or house prices actually going slightly up or way up into a boom market and um, at this point in time i could see a very stable market some properties as you've seen right there i've just said to you right now are actually going for over the home report value some properties are actually going for home report value and it's very few properties that are actually going for under the home report value if you're waiting for prices to fall, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And, and let me talk about that in, in a wee bit more detail in terms of what um, interest rates and stuff like that and why that is, um, uh, why that is important. Um, 
Right. In mid-August, investors actually expected the Bank of England to rise, raise prices to you know, 6% in terms of interest rate rises uh, and then fall uh, to around 4% over the next five years. Um, um, by then, you know, however, by the end of November, that's actually the views actually changed with interest rates um, already peaked at 5.2%, uh, 2.5%, and then then continued to be lower um, over to about 35 over the next five years. And that's what they're saying. I believe that interest rates maybe have peaked now around about 5.25, the base rates anyway. Uh, but I do believe that base rates, are, personally, I don't see an indicator that actually makes me believe that over the next few years, base rates are actually going to fall to 3.5%. Uh, we still have a full, full employment situation. Um, unemployment sitting at around about the 4% level, so it's still full employment in terms of economic terms. Uh, we still have inflation uh, lower than what current wages are getting negotiated at in terms of in, in terms of wage settlements. And um, so again, all that money is getting pumped into the system when these wages are negotiated. Look at the train drivers, for example. That wage settlement is still to be settled. Once that gets settled, that will all more than likely get backdated, which will be a huge influx of money into the system, which will take up possibly and actually affect inflation. Hence the reason why I don't think base rates are going to run, are going to go down as much as we think. However, the economy is running quite well and Moody's and Standard & Poor's, who are the rating agencies, rate the UK um, um, economic situation as, as, as positive. Therefore, other banks on interbank rates, in other words, swap rates, which is what they use to determine mortgages, um, are, the, are the amounts are, are historically low in comparison to actual base rates themselves. That means overall that banks can offer mortgage rates lower than actually base rates. And we can see that happening right now where mortgage rates and, and, and are a lot lower than actually base rates. You're getting some five-year fixed rate deals below 5% right now. And yet base rates are sitting at 5.25. That's because banks are lending to each other at a far lower rate. Therefore, they can get that margin of profit they need, but still keep it affordable for people to be able to get lending. Because after all, they want people to get lending. Banks are in the business of lending money. If they don't lend money, they're out of business. So they want to make it affordable for you as a mortgage owner and a mortgage holder to be able to get a mortgage so they can still make a profit in between because that is their primary business. That's what they're there for. So it's in their intention to do that. Now, this is quite interesting because the... Um, let me just say that the nationwide chief economist actually ends. Nevertheless, and this is actually quite interesting as well. Nevertheless, um, he goes on to say that a rapid rebound still appears unlikely um, in terms of cost of living pressures are easing with the rate of inflation now running below the rate of average wage growth. Um, but consumer confidence remains weak um, and surveyors, in other words, home reports and uh, chartered surveyors, are continue to report subdued levels of new buyer inquiries. Moreover, while markets are projecting that the bank of the bank that the bank rate move, move will be down, uh, there's still upward risks to interest rates. Um, inflation is declining. Um, but measures um, of domestic price pressures remain far too high. So th th this is actually the nationwide chief economist actually kind of on the same lines as what I'm, I'm trying to say. Um, it's interesting when they go on to say that policy makers have cautioned that it's too early to be talking about interest rate cuts. Indeed, three of the nine members of the Bank England's Monetary Policy Committee voted to increase bank uh, 
bunk rate uh, at its meeting in early November. So three out of the nine still voted to increase base rates from 5.25 upwards. And um, so although and um, although the remaining six preferred to hold at 5.25 for the time being. So this kind of goes in line where I'm thinking about in terms of if you think base rates are going to come down anytime soon, I don't think so. I don't think that's going to happen. We're not going to see these historic rate, rates that we've had before and these great rates that we've had before. But the saving grace is the fact that since 2014, all the banks have stress tested everybody, even at these low rates, at about 5 and 6% all the time. So because base rates and mortgage rates are about 5 and 6%, it still means that existing mortgage holders that are coming out of their deals can, under these terms that they've been stress tested, that can probably still afford what they're doing. Unfortunate situation is they've maybe got all this money and they've gone and committed themselves to other, uh, other fixed expenditure. In other words, um, probably financing cars and stuff like that as well. So that then they'll have to think they actually need that in order to maintain their mortgage rates when they come out. If you have got a mortgage rate coming out anytime soon, speak to your bank because they'll probably give you a better deal right now than you having to wait. They actually say that quite openly. They can give you more than likely a better deal than what you have to wait uh, just in case. Banks are still really good at doing that. After all, they want to keep you as a customer. They still want to make a marginal rate and swap rates for them are extremely low. Therefore, they can actually give you the benefit of that while still making a profit. Lastly, let me talk about the pensions crisis. <laughs> Most people don't know about the ticking time bomb of pensions. I'm going to talk about it tomorrow on the Wealth Creation Show with Richard uh, at 12.30. Now, I am not a pensions advisor, and I would never purport to be. However, there's specific signs there which give me an impression that, and I talked about it today on my, on my blog when I was walking along the beach on my personal profile, and the fact that what, 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 if everybody gets the same pension when everybody retires, Everybody's going to have the same amount of money. Everybody's going to have the same buying power. Therefore, all that money is going to go into the system at the same time. Therefore, inflation is going to come across. And house prices will go up. Mortgages will go up. Food prices will go up. And utility prices will go up. And as well, rents will go up as well. It's a foregone conclusion. We've just happened. It's just happened with quantitative easing when all that money was pumped in through COVID. And when you see money getting pumped in the system, no matter where it's coming from, you've got to you've got to ask for yourself, as Warren Buffett says, and then what? So what is the consequence of that happening next? And that's what you've got to think about, and that's what you've got to plan and forecast. And um, so we're going to talk about tomorrow um, about the pension situation and and what kind of um, the Times actually put out a recent survey. Um, and and this is what it's all based on. Uh, the Times actually talked about what it, what it is to retire on what, it, what does a pension pot, I've got it here actually, and um, what does a pension pot worth 37,000, 150,000 and 500,000 actually give you? You wouldn't believe, but the average pension pot, and this is actually, this is called a pension, pension B, which I'm really surprised about. The average pension pot in the UK is 17,379 at this point in time. Um, that's that's quite frightening. Um, the average pension pot in Scotland is 15,194, according to Pension B. Now, um, how anybody can survive on that, I do not know, because that's a pot meant to be able to survive. Now, you have the, the state pension when you retire, but for people that are a lot younger, the state pension will probably disappear in the next 20 to 30 years 
as it suddenly disappears because that's why they're deliberately getting companies to take to take charge of that to actually subsidize that overall and that'll continue to be pushed onto the responsibility of employers over the years the government is broke let's be honest they have a huge financial um, financial um commitment to things like the NHS, the police services, and everything round about, environmental impact, and um, cost of living, everything like that, and uh, universal credit, um, housing benefit. They've got all these bills still to pay, and they need to bring tax in as a result. Therefore, they need people to work, but they also need people to save for the future, so their liability can be lessened later on. Um, we all know it's coming. Um, and we're going to leave a legacy for our children to end up having to pay for it. Um, so this is why it's important to talk about pensions tomorrow. Uh, so we'll be talking about it. As I said before, I'm not a financial advisor. This is fact based on an article in the Times recently in September, um, which actually talked about what is it, what could you retire on comfortably, and what will you get for your money at certain pension price points. Okay, um, I'll see you tomorrow on the Wealth Creation Show at 12.30. Until then, it's bye-bye from me. Bye-bye for now.